0: Agreement governing the activities of states on the moon and other celestial bodies. The General Assembly, reaffirming the importance of international cooperation in the field of exploration and peaceful uses of outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, and of promoting the rule of law in this field of human endeavor. Recalling its resolution... 2779 of the 29th of November of 1971, which it requested the Committee on the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space and its legal subcommittee to consider the question of the elaboration of a draft international treaty concerning the Moon, as well as its Resolution 2915, the 9th of December 1972, 3182 of the 18th of December 1973, 3234 of the 12th of November 1974, and, um, thirty three eighty eight of the eighteenth of november nineteen seventy five thirty one slash eight of the eighth of november nineteen seventy six thirty two slash one ninety six a of the twentieth of december nineteen seventy seven and thirty three sixteen of the tenth of november nineteen seventy eight in which it inter encouraged the elaboration of the draft treaty relating to the moon recalling in particular that in resolution thirty three Slash sixteen, It endorsed the recommendation of the Committee of the Peaceful Use of Outer Space that the legal subcommittee, at its 18th session, would continue as a matter of priority its efforts to complete the draft treaty relating to the Moon. Having considered the relevant part of the report of the Committee on the Peaceful Use of Outer Space, in particular paragraphs 62, 63, and 65, Noting with satisfaction that the Committee on the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space, on the basis of the deliberations and recommendations of the legal subcommittee, has completed the text of the draft agreement governing the activities of states on the Moon and other celestial bodies. Having considered the text of the draft of the agreement, governing the activities of states on the Moon and other celestial bodies, 1. Commends the agreement governing the activities of states on the Moon and other celestial bodies, the text of which is annexed to the present resolution. Requests the Secretary General to open the agreement for signature and ratification at the earliest possible date. 3. Express its hope for the widest possible adherence to this agreement. 89th Plenary Meeting, 5th of December 1979. Annex. Agreement Governing the Activities of States on the Moon and Other Celestial Bodies. The state's parties to this agreement, noting the achievements of states in the exploration and use of the moon and other celestial bodies, recognize that the moon as a natural satellite of the earth has an important role to play in the exploration of outer space, determined to promote on the basis of equality the further development of cooperation among states in an exploration and use of the moon and other celestial bodies, desiring to prevent the moon from becoming an area of international conflict, Bearing in mind the benefits which may be derived from the exploration of the natural resources of the moon and other celestial bodies. Recalling the Treaty on Principles governing the activities of states in the exploration and use of outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies. The Agreement on the Rescue of Astronauts, the Return of Astronauts, and the Return of Objects Launched into Outer Space. The Convention on International Liability for Damage Caused by Space Objects, and the Convention on Registration of Objects Launched into Outer Space taking into account the need to define and develop the provisions of these international instruments in relation to the moon and other celestial bodies, having regard to further progress in the exploration and use of outer space, have agreed on the following. Article 1. 1. The provisions of this agreement relating to the moon shall also apply to other celestial bodies within the solar system, other than the Earth, except insofar as specific legal norms enter into force with respect to any of these celestial bodies. 2. For the purposes of this agreement, reference to the moon shall include orbits around or other trajectories to or around it. 3. This agreement does not apply to extraterrestrial materials which reach the surface of the earth by natural means. Article 2. All activities on the moon, including exploration and use, shall be carried out in accordance with international law, in particular the Charter of the United Nations, and taking into account the Declaration on Principles of International Law concerning friendly relations and cooperation among states in accordance with the Charter of the United Nations, adopted by the General Assembly on 24th of October 1970, in the interest of maintaining international peace and security and promoting international cooperation and mutual understanding, and with due respect, to the corresponding interest of all other states' parties. Article 3. 1. The Moon shall be used by all states' parties exclusively for peaceful purposes. 2. Any threat or use of force or any other hostile act or threat of hostile act on the Moon is prohibited. It is likewise prohibited to use the Moon in order to commit any such act or engage in any such threat in relation to Earth, the Moon, spacecraft, and personnel of spacecraft or man-made space objects. 3. State's parties shall not place an orbit around or other trajectory to or around the moon, objects carrying nuclear weapons, or any other kinds of weapons of mass destruction, or place or use such weapons on or in the moon. 4. The establishment of military bases, installations, and fortifications, the testing of any type of weapons, and the conduct of military maneuvers on the moon shall be forbidden. The use of military personnel for scientific research or for any other peaceful purposes shall not be prohibited. The use of any equipment or facility necessary for peaceful exploration and use of the moon shall also not be prohibited. Article 4. 1. The exploration and use of the moon shall be the province of all mankind and shall be carried out for the benefit and in the interest of all countries, irrespective of their degree of economic and scientific development. Due regard shall be paid to the interest of present and future generations, as well as to the need to promote higher standards of living and conditions of economic and social progress, and developments in accordance with the Charter of the United Nations." 2. States parties shall be guided by the principle of cooperation and mutual assistance in all other activities concerning the escalation and use of the moon. International cooperation in pursuit of this agreement shall be as wide as possible and may take place on a multilateral basis, on a bilateral basis, or through international intergovernmental organizations. Article 5. 1. States parties shall inform the Secretary General of the United Nations, as well as the public and the international scientific community, to the greatest extent feasible and practical, of their activities concerned with the exploration and use of the moon. Information on the time, purposes, locations, orbital parameters, and duration shall be given in respect of each mission to the moon, as such as soon as possible after launching, while information on the results of each mission, including scientific results, shall be furnished upon completion of the mission. In the case of a mission lasting more than 60 days, information on conduct of the mission, including any scientific results, shall be given periodically at 30-day intervals. For missions lasting more than six months, only significant additions to such information need to be reported. 2. If a state party becomes aware that another party plans to operate simultaneously in the same area of, or in the same orbit around, or trajectory to, or around the moon, it shall promptly inform the other state of the timing of, and plans for its own operations. Three, in carrying out activities under the agreement, states' parties shall promptly inform the Secretary General, as well as the public of the international scientific community, of any phenomena they discover in outer space, including the moon, which could endanger human life or health, as well as any indication of organic life. Article 6. 1. There shall be freedom of scientific investigation on the Moon by all states' parties without discrimination of any kind, on the basis of equality and in accordance with international law. 2. In carrying out scientific investigations and in furtherance of the provisions of this agreement, the states' parties shall have the right to collect on and remove from the Moon samples of its minerals and other substances. Such samples shall remain at the disposal of those states' parties which cause them to be collected and may be used by them for scientific purposes. States' parties shall have regard to the desirability of making a portion of such samples available to other interested parties and the International Scientific Community for Scientific Investigation. States parties may, in the course of scientific investigation, also use mineral and other substances of the moon in quantities appropriate for the support of their missions. 3. States parties agree on the desirability of exchange in scientific and other personnel on expeditions to or installations on the moon to the greatest extent feasible and practicable. Article 7. 1. In exploring and using the moon, states parties shall take measures to prevent the disruption of the existing balance of its environment, whether by introducing adverse changes in that environment or by its harmful contamination through the introduction of extra environmental matter or otherwise. States parties shall also take measures to avoid harmfully affecting the environment of the Earth through introduction of extraterrestrial matter or otherwise. 2. States parties shall inform the Secretary-General of the United Nations of the measures being adopted by them in accordance with paragraph 1 of this article, and shall also, to the maximum extent feasible, notify him in advance of all placements by them of radioactive materials on the moon and of the purposes of such placement. 3. States parties shall report to the other states parties and to the Secretary-General concerning areas of the moon having... special scientific interest in order that without prejudice to the rights of the other states parties consideration may be given to the de- designation of such areas of international scientific preserves for which special protective arrangements are to be agreed upon in consultation with the competent bodies of the United Nations Article 8 1 States parties may pursue their activities in exploration and use of the moon anywhere or on or below its surface subject to the provisions of this agreement 2 for the pur- these purposes, states parties may, in particular, to A, land their space objects on the moon and launch them from the moon. To B, place their personnel, space vehicles, equipment, facilities, stations, and installations anywhere on or below the surface of the moon. Personnel, space vehicles, equipment, facilities, stations, and installations may move or be moved freely over or below the surface of the moon. 3. Activities of states' parties in accordance with paragraphs one and two of this article shall not interfere with the activities of other states' parties on the moon. Where such interference may occur, the States parties concerned shall undertake consultations in accordance with Article fifteen, paragraph two and three of this agreement. Article nine. 1. States parties may establish manned and unmanned stations on the moon. A state party establishing a station shall use only that area which is required for the needs of the station and shall immediately inform the Secretary General of the United Nations of the location and purposes of that station. Subsequently, at an annual intervals, that state shall likewise inform the Secretary General whether the station continues in use and whether its purposes have changed. 2. Stations shall be installed in such a manner that they do not impede the free access to all areas of the moon of personnel, vehicles, and equipment of other states' parties conducting activities on the moon in accordance with provisions of this agreement or of Article One of the Treaty of Principles Governing the Activities of States in the Exploration and Use of Outer Space, including the moon and other celestial bodies. Article 10 1. States parties shall adopt all practical measures to safeguard the life and health of persons on the moon. For this purpose, they shall regard any person on the moon as an astronaut within the, line, the meaning of Article 5 on the Treaty on Principles Governing the Activities of States in the Exploration and Use of Outer Space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, and as part of the personnel of a spacecraft within the meaning of this agreement on the rescue of astronauts, the return of astronauts, and the return of objects launched into outer space. 2. States parties shall offer shelter in their stations, installations, vehicles, and other facilities to persons in distress on the moon. Article 11. 1. The moon and its natural resources are the common heritage of mankind, which finds its expression in the provisions of this agreement, in particular in paragraph 5 of this article. 2. The moon is not subject to national appropriation by any claims of sovereignty, by means of use or occupation, or by any other means. Neither the surface nor the subsurface of the moon, nor any part thereof of natural resources in place, shall become property of any state, international, intergovernmental, or non-governmental organization, national organization, or non-governmental entity, or of any natural person. The placement of personnel space vehicles Equipment facilities, stations installations on or below the surface of the moon, including structures connected with its surface or subsurface, do not create a right of ownership over the surface of this or the subsurface of the moon or any areas thereof. The foregoing provisions are without prejudice to the international regime referred to in paragraph 5 of this article. 4. States parties have the right to exploration and use of the moon without discrimination of any kind, on the basis of equality and in accordance with international law and the provisions of this agreement. 5. States parties to this agreement hereby undertake to establish an international regime, including appropriate procedures to govern the exploration of natural resources of the moon, as such exploration is about to become feasible. This provision shall be implemented in accordance with Article 18 of this agreement. 6. In order to facilitate the establishment of the international regime referred to in this paragraph 5 of this article, states' parties shall inform the Secretary-General of the United Nations, as well as the public and the international scientific community, to the greatest extent feasible and practicable of any natural resources they may discover on the moon. 7. The main purposes of the international regime to be established shall include a. Orderly and safe development of natural resources of the moon, b. Rational management of those resources. C. The expansion of opportunities in the use of those resources. And D. An equitable sharing by all states parties in the benefits derived from those resources, whereby the interests and needs of the developing countries, as well as the efforts of those countries which have been contributed either directly or indirectly to the exploration of the moon, shall be given special consideration. Eight. All activities with respect to the natural resources of the moon shall be carried out in a manner compatible with the purposes specified in paragraph 7 of this article, and provisions of Article 6, Paragraph 2 of this agreement. Article 12. 1. States parties shall retain jurisdiction and control over their personnel, space vehicles, equipment, facilities, stations, and installations on the moon. The ownership of space vehicles, equipment, facilities, stations, and installations shall not be affected by their presence on the moon. 2. Vehicles, installations, and equipment on their component parts found in places other than their intended location shall be dealt with in accordance with Article 5 of the Agreement on the Rescue of Astronauts, the Return of Astronauts, and the Return of Objects Launched into Outer Space. 3. In the event of an emergency evolving a threat to human life, states' parties may use the equipment, vehicles, installations, facilities, or supplies of other states' parties on the moon. Prompt notification of such use shall be made to the Secretary of General of the United Nations or the State Party concerned. Article 13. A State Party which learns of the crash landing, forced landing, or other unintended landing on the moon of a space object or its component parts that were not launched by it shall promptly inform the launching State Party and the Secretary General of the United Nations. Article 14. 1. The states' parties to this agreement shall bear international responsibility for national activities on the moon, whether such activities are carried out by a governmental agency or by non-governmental entities, and for assuring that national activities are carried out in conformity with the provisions of this agreement. States' parties shall ensure that non-governmental entities under this jurisdiction shall engage in activities on the moon only under the authority and continuing supervision of the appropriate state parties. 2. State parties recognize that detailed arrangements concerning liability for damage caused on the Moon, in addition to the provisions of the Treaty on Principles Governing the Activities of States and the Exploration and Use of Outer Space, including Moon and Other Celestial Bodies, and the Convention on International Liability for Damages Caused by Space Objects, may become necessary as a result of more extensive activities on the Moon. Any such arrangement shall be elaborated in accordance with the procedures provided in Article 18 of this agreement. Article 15. 1. Each state party may assure itself that the activities of the other state parties in the exploration and use of the moon are compatible with the provisions of this agreement. To this end, all space vehicles, equipment, facilities, stations, installations on the moon shall be open to other states' parties. Such states' parties shall give reasonable advance notice of projected visit in order that appropriate consultations may be held and that maximum precautions may be taken to assure safety and to avoid interference with normal operations in the facility to be visited. In pursuance of this article, any state party Party may act on its own behalf or with the full or partial assistance of any other state parties or throughout appropriate international procedures within the framework of the United Nations in accordance with that charter. 2. A state party which has reason to believe that another state party is not fulfilling the obligations incumbent upon it pursuant to this agreement or that another state party is interfering with the rights which the former state has under this agreement may request consultations with the state's party. A state party receiving such a request shall enter into such consultations without delay. Any other state party which requests to do so shall be entitled to take part in the consultations. Each state party participating in such consultations shall seek a mutually acceptable resolution of any controversy and shall bear in mind the rights and interests of state parties. The Secretary General of the United Nations shall be informed of the results of the consultations and shall transmit The information received to all states parties concerned. 3. If the consultations do not lead to a mutually acceptable settlement, which has due regard for the rights and interests of all states parties, the parties concerned shall take all measures to settle that dispute by other peaceful means of their choice appropriate to the circumstances and nature of the dispute. If difficulties arise in connection with the opening of consultations or if consultations do not lead to a mutually acceptable settlement, any state party may seek the assistance of the Secretary General without seeking the consent of any other state party concerned in order to resolve the controversy. A state party which does not maintain diplomatic relations with another state party concerned shall participate in such consultations at its choice either itself or through another state party or the Secretary General as intermediary. Article 16. With the exception of Articles 17 through 21, references in this agreement to state shall be deemed to apply to any international intergovernmental organization which conducts space activities if the organization declares its acceptance of the rights and obligations provided for in this agreement and if a majority of the states members of the organization are states parties to this agreement and to the treaty on principles governing the activities of states in the exploration and use of outer space including the moon and other celestial bodies states members of any such organization which are states parties to this agreement shall take all appropriate steps to ensure that the organization makes a declaration in accordance with the provisions of this article Article 17. Any state party to this agreement may propose amendments to the agreement. Amendments shall enter into force for each state party to the agreement accepting the amendments upon their acceptance by a majority of the states to the agreement, and thereafter for each remaining state to the agreement on the date of acceptance by it. Article 18. Ten years after the entry into force of this agreement, the question of the review of the agreement shall be included in the provisional agenda of the General Assembly of the United Nations in order to consider, in light of past application of the agreement, whether it requires revision. However, any time after this agreement has been enforced for five years, the Secretary General of the United Nations, as depository, shall, at the request of one-third of the state's parties, to the agreement, and with the concurrence of a majority of the states' parties, convene a conference of the states' parties to review this agreement. A review conference shall also consider the question of the implementation of the provisions of Article 11, Paragraph 5, on the basis of the principle referred to in Paragraph 1 of that article, and taking into account, in particular, any relevant technological developments. Article 19, 1. This agreement shall be open for signature by all states at United Nations headquarters in New York. 2. This agreement shall be subject to ratification by signatory states. Any state which does not sign this agreement before its entry into force, in accordance with paragraph 3 of this article, may accede to it at any time. Instruments of ratification or session shall be deposited with the Secretary-General of the United Nations. 3. This agreement shall enter into force on the 30th day following the date of deposit of the fifth instrument of the ratification. 4. For each state depositing its instrument of ratification or accession after the entry into force of this agreement, shall enter into force on the 30th day following the date of deposit of any such instrument. 5. The Secretary General shall promptly inform all signatory and ascending states on the date of each signature, the date of deposit of each instrument of ratification or accession to this agreement, the date of its entry into force, and other notices. Article 20. Any State party to this agreement may give notice of its withdrawal from the agreement one year after its entry into force by written notification to the Secretary General of the United Nations. Such withdrawal shall take effect one year from the date of receipt of this notification. Article 21. The original of this agreement, of which the Arabic, Chinese, English, French, Russian, and Spanish texts are equally authentic, shall be deposited with the Secretary-General of the United Nations, who shall send certified copies thereof to all signatory and acceding states, and witness whereof the undersigned, being duly authorized thereto by their respective governments, have signed this agreement, open for signature in New York, on blank. The General Assembly of the 34th Session is where this is published.